0: Isn't it kind of funny sometimes how challenging it can be just to be present? We want to drift off into our thoughts, our feelings, in our imagination, or just listening to sounds in the world or things going on in our bodies. It's funny because just closing our eyes and holding our attention inwards and upwards is such a simple action But yet, to really do it to the fullest extent is also so challenging. It's often because it's so subtle when we draw our attention inwards and upwards. It's such a subtlety that we often miss it. Or it's easy to go to sleep. Because really when we are present, we start to wake up. But we wake up in consciousness, spiritually. And the body sometimes does go to sleep, even when we're waking up to that spiritual consciousness. Because to fully awaken to the divine, we have to let go of that which is not divine. And that's the body, the imagination, the emotions, the mind, the unconscious. We've got to let go of all that to fully wake up. It's been shared in the past to truly worship God, or in this case I'm going to say to wake up and know God, to truly worship God. Well, God is of spirit. So we have to go into spirit to do that worship or to truly wake up and know God. We have to go in to where God is to have the full experience and to fully wake up. And most of the time people are trying to bring God here. Heaven on earth, right? Trying to bring God here, bring peace to the world, change the world. It doesn't work that way, though, because our focus is in the wrong place. Our focus is in the world. We've got to really, truly change our focus. We have to focus on God in order to awaken to God. And then just let go and let God do what God's going to do. That's it. We can't control that. And our little egos, the ego will try to control to get its way for what it wants. And that's a lot of the challenge is because we have to let go of the ego and its wants and needs and truly surrender to God so that God's will is done, not ours. And that takes time. Truly, the greatest thing we have to be grateful for is the meditation itself. That meditation... Is the key to it all. For that action of meditation opens the door to God consciousness. It opens the door to our soul's liberation. It opens the door to our true understanding and knowing and fulfillment. For all that is truly within. But it doesn't take place until we really open that door and step through it. And that's what we're doing here. I don't care what you call this, a path of sun and light, a path of liberation, a path of God consciousness, a path of awakening, and a path of happiness or joy or peace. All of that takes place. All of that takes place. That's all part of the journey of the soul's fulfillment is to really experience all these different aspects of God. And so we're going to go through all of it so that our soul is fulfilled in all that God is and all that God has for us. And the simple action of meditation is a way for us to experience it all. It really comes down to just that, is just the action of meditation itself. In truth, that's all we need to do. Yeah, there's ways to change our attitudes, to perceive things differently, to make adjustments in how we believe or think or feel. And those all help. And that's part of what comes about as we keep moving towards God, as we keep looking within and up, is that those changes come about, the shifts in our consciousness, the changes in our lives, the more experience we have, the more understanding. That comes about Automatically. The difference is when we try to make the changes without the meditation, it's different because it's the ego trying to change and create. The ego truly can't create, it can only reflect. It is only the soul that has been made in the likeness of God that can create. So, to create true change can only be done through the movement of spirit. So we've got to go into the spirit and really move from the spirit of who we are rather than the ego. For that is the true creator. And so to truly create, then we've got to live that truth of who we are, no matter what that creation is, whether it's inwardly or outwardly even in the physical world around us. When we can really move into that creatorship, then that which we create is going to be more true and real. Even in this physical world that is temporary and passing, that which we create is going to fulfill the soul in its journey of experience. For the real experience brings about wisdom and understanding. Where the reflection of the ego has none of that. It's just all an illusion that is ever trying to deceive, to trick, to blind, to stop, to distract us from the truth. Because if we allow ourselves to be distracted from the truth, well, then we give the power to that which is the reflection, that which is the world and the ego. And so if we're always looking at the reflection, we're ever feeding that with our loving creativity, believing that to be real. And so then our experience is an experience of illusion rather than an experience of truth. The truth really is, we are loving, we are divine. And so if we want to have that be our experience, then we've got to let go of the illusion and let go of the reflection of what we've been chasing after. And the way we do that is through the meditation. When we meditate, when we close our eyes and draw our attention inwards and upwards to the seat of the soul and into the soul itself, is where we can do that. And here we talk about God first and God only. Well, that's how you make God first and God only, is to always be attentive at the seat of the soul and to live from here, to look from here, to listen from here, to act from here, to think from here, to respond, to move for that's all a movement of the divine, the reality. I love it when people say, well, in the real world here, what they're really saying is, well, I'm believing the illusion to be real, not the spirit. Well, we've got to begin to shift our attention, and that's it. All we're doing here in meditation is shifting our attention, our focus into spirit and away from the illusion. And when we can really do that and live from the spirit of who we are, sure, you're going to have what people could call divine gifts their intuitive awarenesses and spiritual abilities. That comes with that shift. But those abilities, gifts, whatever you want to call them, are very natural to the soul. It's really who we are. And so that comes about as we live the spirit of who we are. To the physical world, it seems magical or miraculous. But of spirit, it's normal. It's natural. It's the way it is. And so when we live from there, the world does take on a different perception, a different glow, if you will. When we begin to really live from the divine we begin to recognize that truth of spirit and we can see beyond the illusion, beyond the makeup of the ego and the games that run in the ego within ourselves and other people. You know the saying, life is but a stage and we're all actors on the stage? Well, the actors on the stage, that's really the ego part. But yet the soul of who we are not only is participating in that action, inhabiting a body or an actor upon the stage, but also perceiving and seeing the whole stage of the world. you ever had those experiences where you have this higher awareness, where you know you're part of it, but at the same time you're not part of it, and you see the bigger perspective or picture? It's that type of experience I'm talking about, where we get that bigger perspective. Well, that's where we find ourselves now waking up and beginning to really know more of the truth spiritually that is beyond that illusion or reflection of the ego and all the acting that takes place here. The nice thing is when you live from that place of that greater perception or perspective, you're going, that is letting you know you are living more from the soul consciousness, from that truth. And in that, automatically you're going to find yourself in a place of acceptance and loving with everything going on. When we're not in that place, we find ourselves reacting, trying to control, fearing, running away and avoiding of all the things here upon the stage of life. But when we find ourselves living from that greater perception Where we begin to see through those rose colored glasses, where it's just a white glow. You ever had that where you kind of look out here? I know that happens a lot in the rooms here when we have our events, start seeing a white glow and it feels like you're in a dream sometimes. Well, that's living more in the spirit. And you find yourself in more of a place of neutrality, of acceptance, of just accepting the way things are, whatever's happening. Even our own actions upon the stage, or others' actions or acting upon the stage. Because why? Why are we more okay with it when we're in that place? Well, unconditional loving. Unconditional loving has no attachments, no expectations, no desires, nothing to fear that just experiences, that just loves. And that's all we're to do. When we can move into that place of just experiencing and just loving, well, one, we're going to be living from a liberated place of not having the attachment. But in that, we're also going to find the fulfillment. Often we look for fulfillment In our physical experience we set goals we try to achieve things succeed in the world thinking that's going to give us our fulfillment our joy our happiness unfortunately it doesn't or maybe fortunately because sooner or later we realize why do i keep making the world so important why do i keep setting these goals and things to achieve in the world thinking that's going to make me happy why don't I let go of that and really take the opportunity to utilize the meditation and to wake up and to truly know that greater experience, that greater perspective of living the loving? Because in that loving is the only place we're truly going to find our fulfillment. It is only that which is a spirit that fulfills the soul not that which is of the illusion, the world. And so we've got to be willing to let go of the importance of the world and to really do the meditation. If you find it challenging to do the meditation or give it time, that's because you've made the world more important. And There's nothing wrong with that. All we're doing sharing sharing this here is that sooner or later you're going to discover for yourself That's going to lead you down the road of pain and separation. But it's often not until we have enough experience of that pain that comes with separation that we'll begin to make different choices and give more time to the meditation so that we can truly wake up more and live in that place of the divine and truly then fulfill ourselves, to fulfill our experience. True fulfillment is within, to fulfill the spirit of who we are. We fulfill that by going into that and living that. And in that, it will fulfill or complete our experience in the world. That which we're here to physically experience will be fulfilled and completed through the spirit that which we are to experience imaginatively, emotionally, mentally, and consciously, will be fulfilled through the Spirit, through the loving. Because the truth is, it is the loving that is actually moving us, the soul, through our experience. So it is only the loving that can fulfill us not the physical experience, not the mental, emotional, or imaginary experience. That doesn't fulfill us. It would want us to believe that so that we ever chase after it. But that's the game. At some point, each and every one of us is going to start to see the games of the world, the ego, and the reflection, and how that works. And as we do, we'll make the choice to stop chasing after it and rather to refocus ourselves and to go within through the meditation and begin to now pursue the Spirit. And that pursuit not only leads us into fulfillment, but leads us into all that which we're truly seeking. In truth, We really don't know what we're seeking or wanting. We think we do, but we don't really believe me. Don't believe me. Go find out yourself. When you really do the action of meditation and wake up spiritually, you're going to discover through that movement of spirit, you're going to actually experience all that you really want, and you're going to discover all that you thought you wanted, you really didn't. that wasn't the answer. That was just the game, the play. But we're not going to know unless we give ourselves the opportunity to do the meditation. It is the only way by which we can begin to lift up in consciousness to know this, that we share here. It is only by... We within ourselves, lifting up in our own consciousness, do we have that greater experience to perceive from the spirit of who we are? So that's the action we have to take. And I'll tell you what, it's nice because when you do that, well, then even all that that you're chasing for in the world, you're going to find your fulfillment. It's going to come to completion. You're going to have the experiences you need to have in the world to serve you on your journey of awakening. But it is not the experience of the world that is fulfilling and serving you. It's the experience of spirit as you participate in that that fulfills you along the way. Notice how I keep going back and forth. No matter how I talk about it, it's always the same. It's always returning our focus back into the divine. No matter how you look at it, no matter what you do, no matter what you think, it is always that same action that is the only way. Did I say the only way? Yep, I did. There's only truly one way into God and that's through loving that's the only way into God is through loving loving has billions and trillions of ways of expression but the only way back into God of all the expressions that have come out of God the only way back into God is through loving And the action of meditation is the most direct way to move into the loving We have to have that focus. We have to have a direction, a place to go, some level of understanding of the actions we need to take for ourselves to find that fulfillment we're seeking, to really wake up and know the truth of who we are, and to really, once again, return back into that God-conscious state And yeah, there's a journey. Just like we have a journey through this world, there's a journey the soul has through all these other worlds and universes and realms, layers and levels of spiritual consciousness, of consciousness of matter and mind. There's a journey we move through. But you can't take the physical body there. The body can't go through these other realms and dimensions. It's frequencies of this world. It can't raise its frequency. A lot of people talk about raising the frequency of the body. Good luck with that. You really think you can ascend the body into heaven? But Jesus did it. Other teachers did it, right? We hear about it. Do you really know that? Do you realize people change and believe all sorts of things and write it down? Why not get to know what the truth is? Those experiences we've heard of the past where one has ascended, it is not the body that has ascended. It is the soul consciousness that ascends and moves into these other spiritual experiences we hear about throughout time. It is the consciousness of the soul not the body. People always misinterpret that. The mind will always try to make it about the physical world to keep us anchored here, to keep us distracted and caught up. Those are the games that we ever have to be watchful of and to begin to understand. Don't look at it as a negative, like Lucifer's out to get you, the boogeyman's got you, that's part of the game. That's the way we're distracted. We have to move into that soul consciousness in order to understand the game. So that means we've got to do the meditation to move into that soul consciousness to understand that. Until then, we believe the game. So what do we do? We react to it. We buy into good against evil. We've got to go into the battle and have the goodness win out over the evil. And so we find ourselves always in a fight or flight, that battle between the polarities of good and bad. It's a never-ending battle though, and eventually it wears us out. But eventually we begin to realize, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Why Do I keep getting caught up in this battle, this struggle? Why do I keep fighting the world? Why do I keep fighting with others? Why do I keep fighting myself with all that's going on? Why don't I just let go? Why don't I do the meditation? Why don't I do the loving? Why don't I seek God first? Seek God first. Well, not only will all else be added unto you, but in seeking God first is how all this other is handled. You can't win, you can't solve all this stuff that goes on in polarity while you're in it. You have to get out of it. But the ego thinks, oh, to get out of it, I've got to win the battle or win the game. But yet, that's what keeps us caught up in it. You'll figure this out sooner or later. But then you've got to know what to do. You've got to know what action steps, what direction to go to change that, to have a new experience, to truly do things differently so you can wake up and have a different perspective. It always comes back to meditation. That's the big joke. What's the answer to every question? Everybody says meditation. My answer is, well, really the answer is God, but meditation is the way you wake up to God. And that's the truth. So we've got to take the action of meditation to wake up to God. That's really all we're doing here in ILM, and that is all that is taking place on any true pathway of sound and light that teaches like what we're teaching here. Throughout history, every major religion on the planet came out of this pathway. A true teacher that was awake, taught their disciples at the time, gave them the sacred name of initiation, taught the meditation, taught the teachings of this journey home to God, taught the principles of spirit, but also talked about the world and the traps, the deceptions, the games, so that we can ever be watchful to no longer get caught up in the games. But guess what we're going to do? If we don't know that, we're going to go get caught up in it so we understand and know it. The problem is we judge ourselves thinking like, oh, my God, I really screwed up. The truth is you go into the game so you can have the experience of say, oh, that's not it. Hey, I know that now. All right, I'm so grateful I had that experience. I'm done with that. Now I'm going to try something else. But we don't do that, do we? What do we do? Oh, my God, I screwed up. I messed up. I'm such a terrible, awful, rotten person. My reward is punishment. I'm damned to hell forever. We do that all to ourselves. Yeah, maybe other people do it too, or at least other people tell us we should be punished, and that should be the case. And so, in our dim-wittedness, It's kind of a joke there, dim-witted, you know, like low-light dim. We call that dumb or stupid. In our dim-wittedness, we believe all of that because our light's not bright enough yet to understand or know the greater truth. And here the game of the illusion and everybody's buying into it is running all over each other. All we do is buy into it. But eventually we say, okay, there's got to be something else. There's got to be a different way. And so we begin our search. We find ourselves going to all different religions and pathways and psychic this and spiritual that. Until eventually we find that way. That way of loving. The true way of awakening to God. I'm really liking that word God now. I used to be uncomfortable with the word God. Because I always thought it had so many religious connotations on it. When I think of religion, I think of control and forcing, right and wrong. Well, that's also how we know the difference. If there's right and wrong attached to it, it's polarity. It's not of God. God is unconditional loving. Unconditional. That means there's nothing wrong and nothing right. Unconditional loving accepts everything. Well, why wouldn't it? Because everything came out of that loving. So why would it not accept it all? Well, if we want to move into that, that's a perspective that we have to start moving towards. We in ourselves have to make that choice and start moving into unconditional loving and accepting all things, positive or negative, good or evil. Anytime we place judgment or fear, make anything right or something else wrong, we just have now... Caught ourselves up in that polarity and the deception and the illusion of it all. So start making the choices to let go of all those things that you've chosen in the past. Starting right now, start making new choices so that you can really start to experience more of that unconditional loving that is God. God and unconditional loving is one and the same. And so that pathway or journey into that is one through our own experience of meditating upon that divine essence. What is meditating upon that essence? But as simple as focusing our attention into it. Why do we have a sacred name? Why do we give you the hue, the hue? Why do we have this name, this unspoken name of initiation? Because we need something to focus upon in order to move into that consciousness of unconditional loving. The mind does not know that. The emotions don't understand it. The imagination can never comprehend it, and the body just simply is not of it. So on all these other levels of the human or animal nature, there's no comprehension or understanding of that divine nature of loving. So we've got to have something to focus upon in order to now move our conscious awareness out of these lower realms of the world and into the spiritual realms, into the soul consciousness and unconditional loving. And so that sacred name is a place we can turn our attention to and focus upon, and that as we do, is but the way by which we begin to now direct and draw our attention inwards and upwards into the truth of that, because it's an essence. It's a spirit. It's more subtle than air. You can wave your hand, and you can feel the air. You can't feel the spirit It's not of this world. There's no physical sensation to spirit. It can only be perceived through the soul itself because it is only the soul that is of spirit. So it is only the soul that can perceive the spirit. So we have to move ourselves into the soul of who we are in order to perceive and experience that and to see it, to hear it, to know it, we've got to move into our soul consciousness to do that. And so this action of meditation and the sacred names is for that reason because by holding that focus is how we move into that soul consciousness to begin to experience and perceive the spirit. So when we close our eyes and you see that purple light inside, That's because you're looking from the soul. You can see it. That's clairvoyant. Have you seen any inner light, purple, blue, golden, white, or any other color for that matter? That's clairvoyance. Most people think of clairvoyance as psychically predicting the future or telling you a past life. That's a lower level of it. If you want to go to a higher level, the true essence of spirit of unconditional loving You've got to begin to look into the essence from which all creation comes from. When we just look at the creation or the expression, that's a lower level, it's lower frequency. So, if we really want to move into the spiritual frequency, we got to keep bringing our attention higher, higher, higher until our experience is perceiving that essence like the purple light or the golden white. Or that movement of peace, which is an expression of the loving. And doing that is how we become aware of the spirit. And if we always allow ourselves to get distracted by the psychic phenomena, well, it's fun, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed a lot of that for a lot of years. But just remember, there's always a higher frequency, a greater experience. When you can experience the fullness of unconditional loving, believe me, you're not going to care so much about all the, the psychic and metaphysical and physical stuff. In other words, there's always more. There's always more to experience, more to move into a higher consciousness, higher frequency, higher essence. It's always ongoing. Don't allow yourself to stop, to become stagnant, to be stuck. Anytime you feel that way, just meditate. Literally, spend some time in meditation. That'll start to open the door and allow the energy to move. And then you'll find yourself moving beyond all those things where you feel stuck. But you've got to take action. That's the whole key. But meditation is so subtle, we don't look at it as action because most of the time we fall asleep or we nothing goes on or it's just dark. I know, that's part of it. That's part of what happens. That's why you've got to give yourself time to get beyond the darkness, to get beyond the nothing that's going on. Because it's all the belief systems, the games, the misperceptions, the misdirections, the miscommunications and thoughts and feelings that we've been living so long that are standing in the way. That's what the darkness is. All of that is hidden in the darkness. When we're living in that, it's dark. We can't see the divine because we're living in that which is the illusion. So it takes time. It's un- important to understand this it takes time to do the meditation, to have that focus, because we have to pierce through all of that darkness in order to really see the light on the other side of it. It's like this it's a cloudy day, and it can be dark and gray. Well, those are all the illusions we've been living. It's all the clouds in our consciousness that block the sun. But we know there's a sun physically on the other side of the clouds because sometimes the clouds part, blue skies, and there's a bright sun in the sky. Yet it's always there, whether clouds or no clouds. Well, that's the truth spiritually. That sun that is the light of God is always there. But when All we do is find ourselves in darkness. It's just because all the clouds of our thoughts and feelings and our fantasies and experiences physically cloud or block our awareness of that sun. That's all it is. So there's two things that happen. When we begin to focus into loving, well, what does sunlight do? those rays of light in the heat, they eventually start to what? Dissolve the clouds, part the clouds. They disperse. Well, that's what happens in meditation. So in meditation, as that light of spirit comes in, because we're focusing into it, inviting it in, directing ourselves, it begins to disperse or part the clouds. So that's one thing that happens. The other thing is, we can also begin to fly in our consciousness and rise above the clouds. Clouds are just vapor. That's all these illusions are in this world. They're just vapors in our consciousness. But the soul can just fly right on through them. And as soon as you get above them, oh, you see the sun above and you know the truth of that. And if you keep on going, you can go into that sun. That's called you going into God consciousness. Or if you look down, you could see all the clouds, which are still all the thoughts and feelings and things of the world. So you can rise above it, or you can dissolve it. And more than likely, you're going to do both. Because eventually, it's going to all dissolve. But the easiest way for that to dissolve is to rise above it. Because when you're above it, then that light and heat of the sun's rays can start to dissolve the clouds. From below, doesn't work. From above, it does. And so that's what we're doing. In meditation, we're moving through the clouds of our consciousness to get above, and from above, it's the light of loving then by which we can perceive all the clouds. And, and what are we doing? We're beginning to perceive and see the belief systems and everything below that we've gotten caught up in and have bought into And from that perspective, as we see that, well, that's how we learn. Karmic lessons, unlearned lessons. So we got to get above it to see it. And as we see that, literally the light of loving goes in and just starts to dissolve it. Once it's dissolved, lessons learned, karma's done. That's really how this all works. That's why there's always the examples or references like what I'm sharing now. So understand how a lot of this works. In this pathway, you don't need to figure things out and understand them intellectually. This is simply a journey of loving by which you participate in loving and rise above it all and let the loving handle it. Let the loving dissolve it. Let the loving reveal the lessons. Let the loving liberate you. In other words, you've got to surrender to God and God's will. But we've got to do the work to bring ourselves into that flow of God's will, into that flow of loving. That's our work is to bring ourselves into that. And that's what the action of meditation does, is bring us into that.